Where the hell have you been, soldier? Training, sir! Training, sir! What kind of training, son? Pizza training, sir! Welcome to episode 122 of Drew and Sam Talk Training. I am Drew Helmholtz with Better Than Yesterday Consulting. And I'm Sam with Bowser Consulting. Hey, Drew. Hey, Sam. It is December 18th when this guy drops. Only six, six shopping days left. Do you have all your shopping done? Um, yeah. I have turned, I have turned to Amazon, so I... I am usually done right around Thanksgiving. Nice. The uh, Fowser family for the last, I'm going to say four years, we do a secret Santa thing. So everybody gets one name and that's the extent of Christmas shopping for, for this guy. Um, although one year I think I, I did do uh, a Christmas gift for my uh, podcast partner. I think. Is that a Christmas gift? I think so. That shirt. Oh yeah. 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 Happy Christmas. We're also a couple days before uh, my 50th birthday. Whoa. That's old. Yeah, I know. Which means we're a month away from my 59th birthday. It's crazy to think that right now today, the surviving members of friends are all older than the oldest person in the Golden Girls when it aired. Wow. That is surprising. You know, speaking of the surviving members of Friends. I hate saying it that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, I used to get all the time that I looked like uh, Matthew Perry from, from Friends. And on our way back from Penn State, we were listening to the Matthew Perry book. If you don't know Matthew's story, I would highly recommend picking up the book. It's uh, it's an interesting story. That it is. Uh, episode 122 is even, which is not odd. It is not. And I want to talk about the five steps to on-the-job training. We've done that in the past, but I wanted to clear up something that came up in a discussion I had with a client. Just, just hear me out for a minute. I will, I will gladly hear you out. So humor me. Uh, for for those who did not just hit stop and go on to a different podcast around, I don't know, uh, they probably actually hit stop and just started listening to Mariah Carey. It's fine. Hey, all I want for Christmas is you. What, Sam, are the five steps to on-the-job training? So step one, and the one that I would say is the most important step and the step that we missed most is create a positive atmosphere. Step two is preview the task. Step three is demonstrate the task. Step four is practice the task. And step five, which when I am doing the five steps of on-the-job training, I kind of say step five happens throughout most of the process uh, is feedback and recognition. Yeah, step five happens during step four. For sure. Okay, so you're spot on. Create a positive atmosphere doesn't change, and it is the most important because if you start the conversation with, uh, what I'm about to show you is stupid, it sucks, and I'm only teaching it to you because I was told to. Generally speaking, the participants will stop listening and you're wasting everyone's time. 
Okay, um, I'm going to give you a spoiler alert. If you're going to change the five steps, I'm going to fight tooth and nail uh, because I have thousands of cards printed with those five steps. So um, I think you've known me to be quite open-minded. And at the end of this episode, I'm either going to be going to the printer or I'm still going to be arguing why we shouldn't have changed them. So I just wanted to throw that out there. It's not a change. Just hear me out. Oh, thank goodness. So who, who in this has to create the positive atmosphere? Uh, I believe that the host needs to create the positive atmosphere. And the yep, the trainer, the leader. Yep, yep. It could be many different names, but yes. And 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 the reason I was choosing that word so carefully is because if you are training a new team member, I believe the host is the entire crew. Just great segue into the next one. Okay. Preview the task. Yep. In previewing the task, we're we're showing them what the end is. If it's a pizza, then, hey, we're going to show you how to make a pizza. So here's the completed pizza. By the end of this training today, you'll be able to make this. Beautiful. Okay, cool. This is my revision. For those listening in the fabulous world of Domino, this is where Learning Hub steps in. So you're saying Learning Hub is a great way to preview the task. It absolutely is. I'm with you. You, as the host, set up why this is important. Allow yep. Learning Hub to get into the detail and what they're going to get at the end. Sure. Then, Sam, who demonstrates the task? Should be someone live and in person. Generally speaking, yes. And and if it's if it's a leadership class and you're doing interviewing, Learning Hub could teach you the things you can and cannot say in an interview and can teach you where to go for the information for the interview. But then to demonstrate it, you actually should sit down with someone like a manager of you and do a mock interview. Agreed. I, I tell you this only because I was talking to a potential client. They, they didn't end up being a client because we differed on where Learning Hub stepped in. And they wanted Learning Hub to take over all of the training. And I was like, Learning Hub can't do all the training. It's not supposed to do all the training. It's not how people learn. There has to be some practice. There has to be some feedback. There has to be a person around. Learning Hub can get them a good way and the person themselves could do some of this, but there has to be more structure than go on Learning Hub and hope you go practice afterwards. I agree with that. On the flip side of that, Learning Hub is a great place to get all the details right and have the same preview of the task for every single team member. This way, I don't have to remember what the temperatures were for rails and cabinets and coolers. I can just go there and it's all kind of there. Sure. If I may. Fire away. It's been a minute since I've been on Learning Hub. It's been a minute since I did any computer-based training with yeah. the brand. But I would say that if my memory serves me, three-day onboarding was... Oh, goodness gracious. Three-day onboarding had points in it where there was supposed to be hands-on skills checks. Correct. Every, almost every single module either ended with or the next module was what we would call in this scenario, demonstrate and practice. And I think where three-day onboarding lost its luster was not in the production of three-day onboarding or the execution of three-day onboarding from the brand's side. I think it was from the execution on the operator side. And we tried to turn three-day onboarding into all five steps. 
and wondered why people didn't emerge from the office after 12 hours of video zombie creation, fully trained team members. And I think that some folks in learning and development may have sold Learning Hub or three-day onboarding or computer-based training. Yeah, back and back and back. Yeah, that's exactly that. Yeah, and, and that could be the reason why your potential client was looking for that as a solution. Because if it was a solution, what a great solution that would be. The reality is it's not a solution. We are a task-based business and tasks have to be demonstrated, have to be practiced, have to be perfected in order to get good at them. And, you know, I love what you're saying that previewing the task is a great thing for Learning Hub. Back in the days when I did pizza prep school, it was painfully obvious which participants had watched the edge stretching videos and which ones hadn't because they had a head start on the demonstration and the practice. They still couldn't make a pizza because they'd watched the video. But they certainly, exactly as you said, Drew, they had gotten the information that they could get from the video. And that put us on a much faster track to getting those tasks done in a way where they could make pizzas that were, that were really good. I mean, we would joke after day one, we would say, okay, who watched the videos and who didn't? And we all agreed who had and who hadn't. Yeah, you could always tell. You could always tell. With YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, not so much Facebook, but, but YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, probably in that order. You can, you can go online and find, sometimes incorrect, sometimes correct, ways to do so much stuff. Almost anything. I follow a fabulous one that does um, uh, upscaled PowerPoint slides, and I have created some of the most beautiful slides in the last six months because of me following that. But here's the catch, right? All the five steps. I've created a positive atmosphere for myself because I know I want to do this and I know how it will benefit me and my, cl my clients and my customers and my participants. I watch the video so I get to see what the task is. They demonstrate it in the video. I, I can pause the video and I can practice it and I can make it my own on my own time frame. There are lots of times where we're in store Participants don't have that ability to take the learning wherever it's being taken, usually on a computer in the office, to take that up front where the demonstration practice is and can't pause and can't stop and go back. But even so, if you're following somebody how to make PowerPoint slides, I would argue that making a PowerPoint slide is much less a task than making a pizza is. You're going to know immediately on your PowerPoint slide whether or not you got the desired outcome. And then you're going to go back and watch the video again and you will be able to get it right. But it's task based because I got to follow certain steps. I've got to insert this here. I've got to click on that. I've got to do right. I'm with you. But there's no coaching needed. There's coaching needed in the tasks we have to teach. There's coaching needed in forming a rim. There's coaching needed. And why are you creating a thin center? And you, the video can't interact with the learner. When you're learning how to do a PowerPoint slide or I'm learning how to change the cabin filter in my truck, video is a perfect teaching tool for that. 
This is what has to happen. And this is what you have. And these are the steps to do it. There's no coaching on how to turn the screwdriver or what tab to pull to get into my cabin filter. And the video works really, really well for that. And I think what may be happening with the potential client that you had is they're seeing that all the kids are all going to YouTube to learn how to do things, but they're not learning how to do things that involve a need for coaching. I can't learn how to shoot a jump shot from a video. I can learn the technique and I can get some baseline information, but I've still got to go learn how to do the jump shot. PowerPoint, not so much. You click a button, you create a slide. Um, yes, you need the knowledge on which button to click and how to create that slide, but it's not a skill task there. I, I think that says it better. It is a task, but it's not a skill-based task. No, that's not even saying it right. But, but you know what I'm trying to say? Help me out with what I'm trying to say. It, it, to stretch a pizza, that is a physical skill that needs to be coached. Correct. There's a cognitive skill where I have to think something through. And then there's, there's a physical skill where I have to do. And sometimes you don't need a lot of help on a physical skill, turning a screwdriver. Correct. And then sometimes yes. I do need some help on a physical skill. Um, uh, like, uh, oh my gosh, uh, years ago, my kids did a birthday party at one of the paint and pour places. Now they were, they were teenagers. So there was less pour and more paint, but the, the 10 or 12 of them all had to paint the same picture. And none of them did. None of them did. It wasn't even close because it's a physical task and it takes some coaching and it takes, it takes some, some close observation from, as you put it, a host and whether that is a trainer, a leader, or the rest of the team around them, there is a different set of skills. And it's why you can't learn how to drive a car by just watching a video. You still have to do hours of driver training too. Here's what just crossed my mind. If you're interacting with something that will change based on, based on what you did, for instance, the dough ball will change based on where you try to set the rim or how you try to set the rim or how your hand position is. The air box on my GMC Acadia is not going to change unless I hit it with a hammer, which would be dumb. Out, outside of what you were taught. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you're creating a PowerPoint slide. The computer is going to do exactly what you tell it to do. If you are taking a customer concern, now you've introduced a second human being and that's going to take coaching. That's going to not be something you can learn via video because the video is not in interacting with the situation that is fluid. It's the number of variables, right? Yeah. The fewer variables, in this case, me and PowerPoint, it's really one variable because PowerPoint doesn't change. Correct. Me and a customer is actually three variables because I have the customer, I have me, and then I have the point of sale system that I have to enter in something to take care of the customer. I can know where those somethings are, like the PowerPoint. I have no idea where that customer is going. And that's where you need practice and feedback and recognition. So I just wanted to, to kind of talk through this today, just because it's one of those things where like, I get it. YouTube is out there and you can learn how to do a lot of stuff on YouTube. Heck, I built a Christmas tree village on YouTube and I am the least handy person available. Oh, I don't know about that. I've seen your smoker. It's, it's, it's a work of art. A smoker is pretty gorgeous, actually. But, but, yeah. but again, to your point, it's the number of variables. And I, I have a picture of what the end is supposed to be. And if it doesn't look like this, 
how do I modify it? Modify it, make it look like that. Whereas the more variables you introduce, the more opportunities there need to be for external coaching. Yes. And, and if you think about the inside of a pizza store, it is a minefield of variables. Which is just nuts, but it is. Yeah. I mean, every position within the circle of operations has got variables. And, and maybe somebody's thinking, well, you know, you put pepperoni on a pizza, it's 42 pepperoni or it's 40 pepperoni. That, that variable doesn't change. Well, what if it's mushrooms? The thickness of the mushrooms change. The size of the mushrooms change from delivery to delivery. There's variables. There just are. And it takes coaching. And the computer can be a marvelous tool, but it cannot be a trainer. It just can't. So to wrap this all up for our fabulous folks that have made it all the way to here with us, it's up to you to create the positive atmosphere. Use the tools available to you to preview the task. If Learning Hub is available and Learning Hub has something around what you're teaching, fabulous. You should take advantage of that. Demonstration of the task can be you or it can be another team member. Have the person that's really good at making pizzas make a pizza. It's okay. Participants practice and then you give some feedback and some recognition along the way. And you might create a much better and a much easier training experience for you and for your team. So I've been talking a lot about performance coaching in workshops lately. And I just wanted to share with our wonderful listeners some things that have been brought up in these classes, some things that will make you a better trainer. And first of all, you know, we absolutely 100% agree that the computer can't be the trainer. And it can certainly help you preview the task and it can help your learners get a head start on the coaching. Specifically around pizza coaching, I think if you want to be a better pizza coach, and hopefully you all do, one of the things you should understand when you're demonstrating the task, this is not the time to demonstrate your 30-second pepperoni time because you're going to freak your learner out. You've got to demonstrate it in a time where you can narrate while you demonstrate. And to me, that should be around the two-minute range for making a large hand-tossed pepperoni pizza. And the second tip that um, a general manager brought up to me last week that I thought was simply phenomenal. If you want to be a great pizza making coach, you should learn how to stretch in both directions. And that doesn't mean that during the middle of the rush, you should be able to stretch both directions and be efficient and fast. While you're training, you should be able to stretch in both directions so that if your learner stretches in the opposite direction that you stretch, you don't have to say silly things like do everything I'm doing, just reverse it you can actually show them the way they stretch. So that was my small derailment. Very cool. Thanks for the dad. As a lefty. <laughs> You're welcome. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the easiest ways to create that positive atmosphere is to be able to perform the task in the same direction they're going to perform it. I believe that's called inclusivity, Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's make sure that, we're including folks on, on the learning process if we want them to learn. And I'm making the assumption that we want them to learn. Okay, wrap it up. I promise I won't, I won't jump in again on the wrap up. Like us, follow us, 
Share us with your friends. Share us with your neighbors. Share us with your frenemies. Share us with everybody. Buy the giant plain QR code and fly it over your local football stadium on a game day. Be fun. I'm Drew with Better Than Yesterday Consulting. And I am Sam with Bowser Consulting. It is the gift giving season, folks, and there's no better gift than to share this podcast with your friends. As always, go out and sell more pizza. And have mo fun. That's all, folks.